0: And he is before all things, and in him all things hold together. And he is the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in everything he might be preeminent, For in him all the fullness of God was pleased to dwell, and through him to reconcile to himself all things, whether on earth or in heaven, making peace by the blood of his cross. Heavenly Father, open the eyes and ears of our understanding that we may receive from you today from your living word, the truth of who you are. Reveal yourself to us through your living word. Open our hearts to receive all that you have for us, and may you be glorified, and may we be edified through Christ our Lord. Amen, amen. Welcome back to this continuing look at at Paul's letter to the church at Colossae. We need to remember that this is a letter. Paul is writing to encourage and I guess you might say fortify that local body of Christ against false teachers. Those who might try to impose strict rules about things like what you can eat and what you can drink and certain religious festivals. And so Paul is saying, look, Christ, Jesus Christ is God. He is preeminent over all things. And the kingdom of God is not a matter of what we eat or drink but it is about right way of living in this world as we are led by Christ himself. So we need to get that picture clearly in our mind, and we need to enjoy the beauty of these verses today where we declare the truth of who Jesus Christ is. Amen. So let's dig in and look at these verses together. The first statement is, he is the image of the invisible God. We cannot see God with our physical eyes. And Jesus said, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. And so he is the representation of all that God is, at least to the extent that we can take it in with our human eyes. But the real picture of Jesus has nothing to do with his appearance, but who he is. And we have such a wonderful description of that in these verses we look at today. He is the firstborn of all creation. Let's clarify exactly what that means and what it does not mean. It does not mean that he was created Uh, the word firstborn the Greek version of that that this would have been written in was prototoxus if Christ were the first created the word would have been different it would have been the word "protoktisis." those are two very different words the fact that they may sound slightly similar means nothing they they have entirely different meanings and there are at least one system of belief that claims Christ as being a created being rather than the creator the use of firstborn here teaches us two things first that he meaning Jesus preceded the whole creation, and he is sovereign uh, over all of creation. In the Old Testament, a firstborn child had not only the priority of birth, but also the dignity and superiority that went with it. When Jesus declared himself the first, he used a word that means absolutely first. Firstborn also implies sovereignty. Sovereignty. For by him all things were created. Think about that. By him all things were created. It declares that those things were created through him and for him. All things exist for God. That is just so important for me to see and you to see that these things were not created for us but for God. God. Now, are they given to us to use and enjoy? Of course they are. God gave us dominion over the earth and over the uh, animals of the land and the fish of the sea and the birds of the air, uh, not to abuse or misuse. But to enjoy under God's authority, but they were created through Christ Jesus and for Him. In John one one and following, it says, "In the beginning was the Word, and the Word, and the word, the W in word is capitalized, and the Word was with God." And the word was God. That refers to Christ. And then it says, through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. So we see in all of Scripture that Jesus is preeminent in every way. And he is, in verse 17, he is before all things, and in him all things hold together. He is before everything. He's first. Christ can only occupy the position of first. If we attempt to give him some other place in, his, in our lives, he has no place in our lives. He is before all things. He is uh, over all things. And then in him, all things hold together. Grasp the, the vastness of that. Uh, in him, gravity holds together. In him, the atmosphere that allows us to breathe and to be who we are. In, in him is the placement of all of the earth and the other stars and parts of the universe that allow this planet and us on this planet to even exist. All of that hold together in Christ And he is the head of the body, the church. The church is not a building. It's not a group of buildings. It is all believers, all who have been born again in Christ Jesus throughout the earth. They make up the church present on earth today. And he's the head of the church We can't decide the church is going to be like this or the church is going to go here or there. We can only follow Christ. We can only go to the places and do the things and say the things and take the position that Christ has given us, and his position is so plain. Love the Lord your God with all of your heart and soul and mind, and love your neighbor as yourself. He said on those two commandments rest all of the law. And then later he says that doing unto others as we would have them do to us sums up all of the law and the prophets. So we can only do what Christ has laid out for us and those are his instructions and that we should go into all the world and preach the gospel that Jesus Christ came and died, lived a perfect life, died paying the penalty for your sin and my sin, and then was buried and rose again, ascended, went up to heaven, and is coming back. That is the good news, and he says there's only one way to be reconciled or made right with God, and that is that we be born again. He says in John 14, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. So when we proclaim the good news of Jesus, we are not seeking to hurt anyone but to help everyone, to declare the truth, to be obedient to him who is before all things and in whom all things hold together. He is the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead when he was raised, that in everything, in everything, in all things, for all time, he is preeminent he is over all things he is the he is the head for in him all the fullness of God was pleased to dwell he was fully God even while he was fully man and the fullness of God was pleased to dwell in him and when we're born again and Christ is in us then so God fully dwells in us and through him to reconcile to himself all things, whether on earth or in heaven, making peace by the blood of his cross, the peace of God that passes all understanding. Because we were created to be in a relationship with God through Jesus Christ, and it's only when we arrive at that place and we get there only by the grace of God, a gift of God, a gift that we don't under, uh, we, we don't deserve. And that gift is received received by faith. And that faith even is a gift from God. The faith to believe that Jesus is who he says he is, that he has done what he says he has done, and that in him we are reconciled to God. We become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. That is the truth of who Jesus is, and that's how we're reconciled, made right with God, by the blood of his cross. We can never move beyond that truth or from the shadow of the cross Because like the old hymn says, nothing in my hand I bring, simply to thy cross I cling. In other words, Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. Praise God. Thank you for being with us. Lord willing, we will pick up with verse 21 of chapter 1 of Colossians next time. God bless you.